Welcome to Title T, where we bring you all the tea on tough title transactions. We'll touch on real-life title issues and how to ensure a painless real estate transaction. We're just two Texas escrow officers who want to share our experiences. We learn the hard way so you don't have to. My name is Nikki, and I'm here with Libby. So Libby, what you got? All right, welcome back. This month, we're going to spend some time talking all about wires and how they relate to real estate transactions. So this week, we're going to focus on earnest money and funds to close and the differences between the two and how we accept funds for each. So one of the duties of a title company is to offer escrow services. This is why you typically have an escrow fee charged to both buyer and seller in a real estate transaction. Title has a fiduciary duty to all parties in the transaction and are required to remain neutral to both of those parties. We don't pick any sides in any situation. We also handle all of the money in a transaction. So when a property goes under contract and the buyer submits their earnest money deposit, it is delivered to the title company. Same with any option fee funds that are part of the contract. At the end of the transaction, we intake the funds from both buyer and the lender and then distribute all of the money to each appropriate party. There are a couple of rules around how we receive and distribute those funds. For funds early in the transaction, earnest and option, this is a little bit more relaxed. We can accept these funds in a couple of ways, either by a check or wire. The check can be a personal check, money order, or a cashier's check. At this time, most title companies don't accept Zelle or Venmo or any other cash transfer type apps. There is an app called Zocom that allows clients to do a remote deposit of a check. To use this, the client will obtain a check for the desired amount. Again, this can be a personal check or a cashier's check. They can use the app to snap photos of the front and the back of the check, and it is remotely deposited into the title company's bank account. Just like your remote deposit with your personal bank, it's an immediate transfer on our end. We get the notification of receipt within minutes, so we are able to notify all parties of receipt fairly quickly. Of course, traditional means of delivering earnest money and option money checks are still accepted either by delivery by FedEx or walking into any of our offices. When it comes to the funds to close, which is the money the buyer submits at the end of the transaction to pay for the home, so down payment, closing costs, things like that, there are more requirements placed on the procedure of the remittance of those funds. First off being that personal checks aren't accepted. This is actually a requirement imposed by the Texas Department of Insurance, who is a state entity that governs most of what we do as a title company. They require any amount over $1,499 to be remitted either as a wire or a cashier's check. So, as a general rule of thumb, we just ask the clients to not submit a personal check at the time of closing because typically the funds required exceed that amount. And additionally, most title companies have moved towards only accepting wires as funds to close. I know we do that here. Um, this is because there is a lot of fraud associated with cashier's checks. It takes time for them to be verified by the bank, and many title companies have experienced losses due to fraudulent cashier's checks. So for us personally, we can accept a cashier's check, but we do require it to be in our office for a deposit at a minimum of three days prior to closing. This is to ensure that it can be validated by the bank prior to funding. 
Now, this can cause issues if there is a lender involved and the final numbers aren't completed with enough time for the client to obtain the cashier's check by the three-day cutoff. But wires, in contrast, are an efficient and safe way to remit funds. This isn't to say that there isn't fraud associated with wires, because there most definitely is, but when done correctly and the appropriate steps are taken to ensure the safety of the wire instructions, this is the most reliable way to send funds, and we have procedures in place to protect the clients when they do send the funds. One of the biggest mistakes we see here, though, is the ACH transfer. So an ACH transfer is a bank-to-bank transfer where a wire are funds that leave the bank, then pass through the Federal Reserve, and then are deposited into the receiving bank. So the problem with ACH transfers is that they can be what's called clawed back at any time. So that means I can send money and then have it delivered instantly, but then I can call my bank and request the funds be returned. And within a couple of days, my bank will return the funds to my account. With a wire transfer, this is not possible. Once the funds leave my bank, I cannot request them back. You can see how an ACH could pose a problem for title companies. If we receive the funds, day of funding, we can't have the possibility of the funds being recalled by the client after we've already distributed the funds out. So for this reason, ACH transfers are not accepted at all for funds to close. In fact, in our case, our bank will automatically reject any funds that come over as a bank transfer. This is also why we don't accept funds via Zelle or Venmo, as these are all ACH transfers. Yes, so it's really important to stress to your clients that when they are sending funds electronically, that they are in fact sending a wire transfer and not an ACH transfer. I always tell clients whenever they call, we always verify our wire instructions before they do send. If they ever have any confusion, I always direct them to call their bank and make sure that they let their bank know, hey, I want to send a federal wire transfer, not an ACH transfer, just so that they can communicate that clearly. Because should they client remit your funds ACH transfer on the day of funding and they're automatically rejected, it can take a couple of business days for the funds to be delivered back into the client's account, which as you can imagine, can cause big delays in closing and funding. Most clients don't have an extra full amount of cash on hand to send a second wire transfer before receiving their original funds back into their account. Next week, we're going to talk about wire fraud and what we do to prevent that during a transaction. So make sure you tune in next week and hear all about that. We will see you then. Bye.